Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91. Worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, (laughs) He rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, And between Tony and I, we probably worked about... 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. It's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us at Browns Believe. That's at Browns, B-L-E-A-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Today's show, I'm flying solo. Tony, he does not have the Rona, but he does have a sinus infection. We were kind of delaying. Hopefully, he could get through a show, but his voice, stuffiness, sinus infection, just not allowing that to happen this week. So I'm flying solo. And Browns backers, we're heading to the second half of the season for the Browns. And while you may not be at the game, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I'm 16 and 8 this season. Tony's 14 and 10. When we say that, we are talking straight up against the spread and over under. So I'm 
hey, 66%, I'll easily take that. Tony, above 500, so still passable. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there is always the online casino. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. And we'll be giving our picks later in the show. So again, if you've been following us for this season, if you've been putting some bets down at BetOnline, you are in the black. Browns, Texans, this week, bye week for the Browns, so no game last week, coming off essentially the loss to the Raiders, which was, shall we say, disappointing at best. Browns not executing at offense, defense played pretty well, but was unable to pull out any kind of victory for the team during this week. Baker Mayfield on the COVID list, off the COVID list. Uh, Thankfully, he is going to be starting for the Browns this Sunday against the Texans here in Cleveland. Odell Beckham had his surgery this week. Wish him the best in the recovery process. So as the Browns move forward, we have players who are injured taking care of those injuries. We have players that were not necessarily injured but being reactivated but still being able to play so we're happy from all of those things as we look forward to this game on Sunday one of the things that you have to take account of four of the five Browns starting offensive linemen are listed as questionable on the injury report the backups for two of those spots are definitely out The offensive line is depleted, is hurt. Hopefully, while they're listed on the injury report, this week has allowed them the opportunity to recover, to heal those injuries. And well, hey, they're not doubtful, but they're not probable either. So if you're looking at the list for how it goes from an NFL standpoint, right? Probable, 25% chance they're not going to play. Questionable, 50-50. Doubtful. 75% chance they're not going to play. Out, obviously they're not going to play. Not on the chart, obviously they're going to play or they're healthy and able to play. So just for folks who may not know that from an NFL standpoint, that's how the injury designations work. So it's tough when you're looking at it. Left guard, center, right guard, right tackle, all questionable. Again, hopefully this week allowed them the opportunity to recover, be ready for Sunday's game. I think it's nice that there's not travel associated with this week that makes the recovery process a little easier because you have that extra day to rest here in Cleveland as opposed to traveling that day and while yes travel days are not extremely effortful in terms of yeah you're not doing even necessarily a walkthrough on those days you're not doing any lifting you're not doing any in pad or out of pad practicing it's still much better to just have that day do a light walkthrough at the facility, stretch your legs, get the treatment you need at your facility, and then just go home. That is a much better Saturday for the players than having it as a travel day. The big news this week is that Nick Chubb is available. 
whether he is going to start, how much he is going to play, I am not certain. However, he is available to the Browns, so this becomes huge. If Nick Chubb is in the lineup, I'm thinking there's no way the Browns don't win this game. The Browns with Nick Chubb averaged almost 205 yards per game. That is 25 yards better than the second best team in the league. The team averaged 5.9 yards per carry. It was the best rushing offense in the NFL by far, hands down, no one even close. Without Nick Chubb, well, we thought, hey, Browns have a decent stable of running backs. We're thinking they can do what they need to do, right? Hunt's there. Dearness Johnson had a great game. Well, not exactly. Without Nick Chubb, the Browns averaged less than 100 yards per game on the ground and under four yards per carry. Good for a whopping 24th in the league. So this team went from over 200 yards to under 100 yards per game and almost six yards per carry to under four yards per carry from number one to number 24. That is the impact of Nick Chubb. While people may say, hey, running back value has decreased, you can just plug somebody in. There are those elite running backs that make a difference. And Nick Chubb is one of those running backs. To have him back in the lineup for the Browns for this game is going to be massive. On the flip side, David Johnson is going to be out this Sunday for the Texans. And while the Texans do have the 32nd ranked rushing offense in the league with David Johnson, which means they're already the worst rushing team in the league. The drop-off from David Johnson to former Browns running back and number two Texans running back or backup running back, Duke Johnson, is significant. David Johnson, while not getting a huge number of attempts, is averaging four yards per carry and is a threat to catch the ball out of the backfield. Duke Johnson, while also a threat to catch the ball out of the backfield, is only averaging 2.8 yards per carry. So a significant drop-off from David Johnson to Duke Johnson. And I don't know why you would have traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, but not having him and then also not having DeAndre Hopkins because you traded him away is a significant blow to this Texans team. While they have a top 10 passing offense and Deshaun Watson is playing great this year, regardless of the team record. Yes, I understand the Texans are two and six. But if you look at Watson's number, what he has done in some key moments, he has been playing very well, kept this team in contention in games. They lost to Pittsburgh by one score. They lost to Minnesota by one score. They lost to Tennessee in overtime. He has been keeping teams in the game with not even having a real rushing attack. Again, last in the league, but they do have a solid stable of receivers. Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, all threats. Specifically, Cooks and Cobb getting downfield, something that could really put pressure on the Browns this week. 
it would have been really interesting to not have David Johnson on that roster and have DeAndre Hopkins with this compliment of Will Fuller, Randall Cooks, Randall Cobb. I would have loved to see that Texans offense take the field going four wide with those four guys. That would have been amazing. But the recently departed, shall we say, and probably should have been departed immediately after that trade was announced, uh, Bill O'Brien did not allow that to happen. One thing that you have to remember is, yes, while the Texans have been close, again, against the Steelers, against the Vikings, and the Titans, the only team they have beaten this year, so they are 2-6, and but the only team they have beaten is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have beaten the Jaguars in Houston. They beat them 30 to 14, and they beat them in Jacksonville last week, week nine, 27 to 25. So again, the only team they've beaten is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Part of that reason, the Houston defense is ranked 27th in the league. Their pass defense is ranked 23rd, and their run defense is ranked 28th, which makes Chubb coming back Excellent. Perfect timing. Horrible run defense. Feed him the ball. Get him engaged. Even if you don't run 20 times like you were prior to his injury, get him 10, 15 carries. That would be great. It looks like he can make some hay. The funny thing about the Texans defense is it reminds me a lot of the Browns defense. You have Miles Garrett. You have J.J. Watt. So you have one guy who's a terror on the defensive line, terrorizes offensive lines going to make things difficult for the quarterbacks. So Deshaun Watson's going to be running a little bit because Miles Garrett's going to be chasing and Baker's going to be running a little bit because JJ Watt's going to be chasing. However, there's not a lot of other guys on the defense. And if you compare defenses as well, you look Denzel Ward for the Browns, probably in my opinion, the guy who's having the second best season, very similar to Vernon Hargraves, the third at Houston. So one DB, <laughs> One defensive end, and that's essentially your defense. And then you kind of pray for the rest of the defense to be able to step up and make a couple plays. The two offenses should be able to move the ball with, I want to say, relative ease. The challenge for the Browns is Deshaun Watson has looked amazing this year, as I earlier referenced. He does not have a game this season where he has thrown for fewer than 250 yards. And he already has four 300-yard games out of the eight games that they've played this season. Baker, his numbers are not quite what Deshaun Watson's numbers are. Baker does not have a 300-yard game yet this season. And more than half of the games, so five out of the eight games, he has not even hit 200 yards. So if the Browns cannot get it moving on the ground, I can't see them winning this game. They're going to have to really step up from a defensive standpoint, and given the numbers that Deshaun Watson has put up, regardless of whether David or Duke Johnson is the person in the backfield, if they can't put points on the board and move the ball, they're not going to win. However, with the quality of this Texans defense, I do think this is going to be the week Baker goes over 300 yards for the first time this season. Special teams, even though the Browns special teams hasn't been great, the Texans special teams has been average. I'll call it a wash from that standpoint. 
the big challenge again is going to be which offense puts up more points or conversely, which defense is able to step up at the right time for the Browns. I think it's really going to be challenged from the offensive standpoint to make sure that the offensive line is healthy and you're getting that good push. If Chubb is in there, man, that really changes the game for the Browns really opens up things that you can do in the passing game because Baker's better games from a yardage standpoint are games that Chubb has been in the lineup. So that's what we're looking for. Obviously his best game was that game against Cincinnati. When I know Nick Chubb was not in the lineup, but again, that was against a Bengals defense. Bengals defense, probably pretty similar to Houston. So I'm looking for similar numbers from Baker to what he put up against the Bengals. And then I'm looking for Chubb to do even more damage than Hunt did in that game. One of the other things of note is that the Texans are probably getting more publicity this week for firing their VP of communications, Amy Palsik, uh, who was with the Browns for a decade. And I know Tony has worked with, spoken very highly of. So... <laughs> But just on a note, it's regardless of anyone's opinion on the matter, whether they think it was a valid hiring, a firing or not, it's just good to see the Browns not being the organization that's getting shit uh, for hiring or firing somebody this week. It's just a quick kind of rundown this week. We did it. I don't want to belabor it because Tony's not here. It's tough when you're sitting here in the chair by yourself. I like to have Tony to talk to. He adds a lot of value. So. What do we have this week from a pick standpoint? The line has moved significantly through the week, right? It started at about, it started at two and a half. It's now three and a half. So the Browns minus three and a half. So you're past that key number of three. Given how bad the Texans defense is, and I know the Browns let me down, got the nice offer the last week against the Raiders. I am going to. I'm going to trust this Browns team, and I don't know why, but I am going to, and I'm going to say I'm taking the Browns, I'm giving the points, and the over-under is 47.5. I wouldn't be surprised if we hit the over in the first half, uh, or at least close to. I would say maybe a 24-21 first half is not outside of the realm of possibilities. So I am gladly and easily taking the over on this. The weather on Sunday, again, this is where I would say, much like the Raiders game, while we may call it, I would say wait for the weather. So I say that, I think it's easily going over. However, 80% chance of rain on Sunday. Do not place that bet until you see what the game time weather is going to be. If it is that torrential downpour, if it is super sloppy, if it is windy, I might take the under. However, if I'm just looking at, hey, we're going to have typical, not necessarily frigid, but cold November weather, I am going to take the over. However, wait until Sunday on that one. The other picks, I'm taking the Browns, I'm giving the points. So you're there. Tony is also taking the Browns giving the points, he is taking the under in the same manner. He's taking it if the weather's bad. However, if the weather's nice, he's taking the over. So Tony and I are in alignment this week. 16 and 8 for the season for me, 14 and 10 for Tony. After this week, hey, guess what? We're going to be, I'm going to be 19 and 8. He's going to be 17 and 10. 
The Browns will come back victorious this week, heading into their matchup with Philly here in Cleveland, six and three. Now we're not going to go all guarantee it. We're looking at the numbers. We're looking at the rosters. This Texans defense, very similar to that Bengals defense. Their offense, I think, is actually better, which doesn't necessarily bode well considering the closeness of the two Bengals games. We're trusting the Browns offense to really step up this week, put some numbers on the board. This game is on Baker. I think he can do it. We're trusting him this week. So that's all we got for your Browns backers. And we'll talk to you next time when we come back victorious against the Texans. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.